Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, April 6th. It is Holy Week and I've got to begin with an apology. What's that? I've got to start with an apology. So Stephanie, you and myself and Terry Goodwin were in a text thread and we play the game Wordle. (laughs) Every day, right? We do every we day. We do. We have a lot of fun with that. And uh, it's part of my morning rhythm. Right. And today I was able to get the word in four. And you as got if it. That's like, right. Four out of six. As if that's right, really right. Something. You got right. it in five uh-huh. out of six. Terry, Terry got it in five out uh-huh. of six. And my comment to you guys was <laughs> guys, good try today. And just trying to be funny. And you reminded me, are you really talking smack the Thursday before Easter? Like, so, come on, man. I know. I know. I mean, it's I know. a stressful week, really. I know. I know. And you really want to talk yeah. smack? Yeah. I mean, as if yeah. four is right. really that great. Well, four is better than five. Four is right? better. Absolutely. Right? It's better than five. But what but I love on. about that is it shows the competitive streak in you. I love that so much. So, anyway, I apologize. It is the I, Thursday, of, Hol- it is the Thursday of Holy Week. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, today... In our community tonight, you'll be able to attend Monday, Thursday services. Mm-hmm. Now, we do not have right. such a service at Second Church, but have you ever been to a Monday, Thursday I service? I have not. And in fact, yeah. I was texting a friend this morning, and he was saying he was going to one. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I would like you to tell yeah. me what yeah. that's like, because I don't know. I've been to, to multiple Monday, okay. Thursday services. And our church in Clinton, for a couple of years, we actually hosted Monday, Thursday services. Mm-hmm. Typically, they, they reenact the events of Thursday evening, okay. which is the institution of the Lord's right. Supper, and then many people believe that's when Jesus washed the disciples' feet. And so, uh, very moving. And I know you and I had talked about adding that this year. We did not. And I think that proved to be a good decision in light of everything that's unfolding this right. week but with our church. Year. Well, I, that's what maybe I wanted to throw year. out. I think they, they are very meaningful mm, right, services. Right. And so we are into Holy Week. Sunday is Resurrection Sunday, mm-hmm. Easter at the arena. I want you, I want to begin today by you just saying a word about what people can expect at Easter at the arena. Well, they can expect 90 minutes packed full right. of um, baptisms. We've right. already got baptisms scheduled, right. and hopefully we'll have other people that decide on that day, this would be a good day for me to get baptized. Um, it'll be lots of great worship music. We'll celebrate and take communion together. Right. Um, we'll get to hear from both you and Kylie, who's right. the Next Gen Teaching Minister. Right. Um, both venues, Next Gen and yep. Maine, are working together. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, part of the... the I think the appeal of the weekend is starting on Friday morning, just how the church comes together and the volunteers that work together to, to pull this off. And it's a massive undertaking. It's massive, and um, we appreciate each volunteer yeah. and all that they offer. So, Well, I'm super excited, and I, I really think the fact that it's the one time in the year our entire church yes. can gather together in one room right. is appealing. Yep. And I think it's a great place if, if you're you know not connected to a church for whatever reason, maybe you never have been— or maybe, you know, you've 
just stopped being mm-hmm. a part of a church. I think it's a great way to kind of get that foot back in the door. Sure. Um, last year, what we have 2,100, I, I think, think so. something like that. And so we never know how many right. are going to come out. I think the weather is going to be absolutely perfect, it looks like. And it. so really, really excited about Easter Sunday. 10 you know, o'clock on Sunday 10 morning. o'clock. Yeah. One service, 10 o'clock mm-hmm. at the Palmer Arena. Now, one thing that I found this week that I found really interesting is six out of the last seven presidents, including our current president, have made Easter proclamations at some time in their presidency. Mm-hmm. And I thought we'd spend some time this morning looking at some of them. You remember Ronald Reagan? Of course I do. Ronald Reagan was shot um, by a would-be assassin in March of 1981. And not long after that, he made an Easter proclamation. What did Ronald Reagan have to say in 1981? He said, Passover is rich with tradition and symbolism. Its observance reminds us that the fight for freedom and the battle against oppression waged by Jews throughout their history is one of which all free people are a part. Beginning today and culminating on Sunday morning, Christians will celebrate with their families the resurrection of Christ, his victory over death. We will remember that he gave his body and his blood, washing clean the faults and the shortcomings of the world. In our rejoicing, we will renew the hope that is ours through the risen Lord. That's pretty good theology theology. from a president of the United Mm -hmm. States. Mm -hmm. Well, um, we don't have anything on record from George H.W. Bush, but Bill Clinton was Mm -hmm. president for eight years. And in uh, 1996, there was actually a blizzard Hmm. that dumped as much as two feet of snow on the East Coast. And uh, following that, Bill Clinton issued this proclamation. Noting that the resurrection of Jesus is the central event of Christianity, this holy day marks that moment in time when good conquered evil, hope overcame despair, and life triumphed over death. Just as spring brings warmth and beauty to the earth after a harsh winter, Easter brings joy and new life to the spirit, reminding us that no mistake or failing of the past can put us beyond the reach of God's mercy. And you know, That's well, good theology well said. Too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. so obviously these guys have speechwriters, but I think what it's showing is... Is that someone that's got a pretty good grasp mm-hmm. of Christian faith mm-hmm. and theology is advising these guys. So George W. Bush was president, and in 2003, America made the decision to go to war with Iraq. And about a month after that war began, mm-hmm. George W. Bush issued the following. He says the observance is the most important event of the Christian faith. For Christians, the life and death of Jesus are the ultimate expressions of love and the supreme demonstrations of God's mercy, faithfulness, and redemption. Since Christ's miraculous resurrection on Easter more than 2,000 years ago, Christians have expressed joy and gratitude for this wondrous sacrifice and for God's promise of freedom for the oppressed, healing for the brokenhearted, and salvation. And he also noted that while this year's observance comes at a time when our world faces many challenges, the message of Easter remains unchanged. And I love that. Yeah. And I think that's spot on. So Barack Obama was president for eight years following George W. Bush. And in his last year as president, 2016, he issued this proclamation. He says, Michelle and I join our fellow Christians in observing Good Friday and celebrating Easter this weekend. This is a time to remember the sacrifices made for us and hold all who suffer close to our hearts. Yet, It is also a time to rejoice, give thanks for the resurrection, and unite with Christians around the world in proclaiming Christ has risen, he has risen indeed. We wish all who celebrate a blessed and joyful Easter. That's a great message. Mm -hmm. Christ has risen, he's risen indeed. Donald Trump was president for one term not long ago, and uh, shortly after the COVID-19 craziness Mm -hmm. began, this is what then-President Trump had to say. 
He notes that this year's observance of Easter comes during a somber time for our nation, as our nation has faced the unique challenges posed by the coronavirus during the past few weeks, we have turned to God for guidance, comfort, and hope. Throughout this difficult period, we have witnessed the core tenets of Christianity, love, compassion, and kindness, reflected in the many acts of courage, generosity, and caring of the American people. No matter the circumstances, we will always celebrate Easter as a time of rejuvenation, rebirth, and a renewed sense of purpose and faith. The coronavirus will not stop Easter. Even in the darkest hours, God's abundant love and mercy are unwavering. I love that. I love the idea that the coronavirus will not stop <laughs> Easter. Right. Any, nothing will stop. That's right. That's a good deal. And then last year, President Joe Biden in 2022 had these words. Holy Week has taken us on a journey from sorrow to salvation. As we reflect today on Christ's resurrection, we are reminded that with faith, hope, and love, even death can be defeated. And as we emerge from this pandemic, we are grateful that so many are able to celebrate this day of joy and renewal with services and family gatherings in person and together again. And Biden went on to state that he sought a common hope for the future, reaffirm love and compassion for one another, and cherish the blessing of the dawn of new possibilities. And you know, some people may say, should we really care what presidents have to say. I love the fact that six out of the last mm. seven, I mean, th there's really no bad theology no, in there that I could stuff. find. So good job, speechwriters. <laughs> and thank you to the presidents for uh, driving home what truly matters most. It is Holy Week. Mm -hmm. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back. It's Thursday, April 6th. Let's go to commercial break. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. 
Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, April 6th. It is Holy Week. It's Greg and Steph. We're so thankful that you join us every Thursday for Direct Line, or maybe you catch it on the podcast replay. I talked to somebody, I think he's from Montana, uh-huh. that was in church on Sunday, back <laughs> yeah. visiting family, and yeah. said he listens every week. So, uh, <laughs> Which I think... Why is he listening to you and me? Well, I love I don't know, it. But I love good. it. But I think that's the blessing of the podcast <laughs> right, is that you right. can really pick and choose. And um, anyway, just so thankful right. to be able to do direct line. Hard to believe we're in year four. I, know I was thinking it. about that this morning. It's hard to believe how time has flown. But we could not do direct line without some pretty incredible sponsors. Who are we saying thank you to? Dean and Gina Crandall, who. By the way, became grandparents. Yes, for the congratulations, first time. congratulations to the Crandalls. The Crandalls with Morgan Stanley, the team at Hans Tankwash, and that's the man you were talking yes. about. His son Giles Mr. Bean. from Montana was here. Yes, yes. The Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home. Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. Chris and Daisha Robinson, who I'm going to see later this afternoon, yes. right before Easter, which is yes. a good thing. Yes. Robinson Chiropractic, and supplying all of my coffee yes. the week before Easter at yes. McDonald's. Don and Deanna Witzel. And I'll tell you, I'm to going this through day, the coffee. I mean, to this day, if you said, Greg, I'm going to buy you a cup of coffee anywhere in Illinois, right? give me some McDonald's coffee. I, I, I love agree. it. Now, my daughter is screeching right now, but I love it, love it, love it. Hey, Second Church has a really awesome service opportunity this Friday. And um, I grew up in a tradition. We didn't really do anything other than Easter. We'd do a Correct. sunrise service on Easter, right. but we didn't do a lot Same beyond that. Mm-hmm. But um, I have grown to appreciate mm-hmm. Good Friday services mm-hmm. every bit as much as Resurrection Sunday services. And we once again are hosting a Good Friday service. Talk about what's going to happen Friday night at Second Church. If you miss out on Easter morning when you don't take part maybe in a Good Friday service, because Good Friday is really a somber, reflective time to remember Jesus's sacrifice. And this year we're going to use all of our senses and um, it'll be very interactive, not necessarily in the sense that you're going to be singing the music with us. It might be songs maybe that you've never heard but the songs will give you a chance to reflect and think and contemplate. But we're going to use all of our senses to sort of remind ourselves what Christ did for us and on that day. And when you say day. your senses, you're talking taste. Taste. You're talking smell. Mm-hmm. You're, Touch. Yeah, right, right, yep, right, sound. Right, so we'll right. cover all of that and then um, get to share in a uh, interesting time of communion together. Yeah. I say interesting because it'll be more than just a piece of bread and right. a cup of juice. Right. So. And I'll just, te- can I tease it or should sure. I not? Sure, you can tease it. You know, um, you, you need a plate. John... <laughs> When he began, we start reading in the Gospel of John. Do you remember what he said about Jesus when he saw Jesus coming? Behold, Behold the, the Lamb, of, the God. Lamb of God right. who takes away the sin of the world. Right. So, That's going to be a very relevant concept Friday night, the Lamb of I God. Think so. And you'll need a little plate, yeah. which we will provide. Yeah. So it's I, more than just a little piece of yeah. bread and some juice. And, but. And, and, you know, I appreciated one of our ministry friends mm-hmm. in this community. Their church is not having a Good Friday service. Right. And he said, hey, if you're looking for a Good Friday service, yeah. come on out to Second Church. And right. I would say that there's going to be a lot of Good Friday options. Yep. Make the most of those opportunities. Right. And uh, our really, service is at really good. six o'clock. Yes, yeah, six o'clock, uh, Illinois time. Friday evening. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, two more things real quick about Second Church, and then we're going to go to an early break, because we've got some very special guests that are going to join us shortly. Um, Secret Church. Yeah, talk about that. So David Platt is Mm -hmm. one of the more prominent, I would say, American preachers Mm -hmm. in the evangelical world, and he became convinced years ago that American Christians really don't understand what Christians in places like Afghanistan and China and North Korea experience. Well, that's easy to be convinced of, because we don't know, we can't know. But he's saying these are... 
brothers and sisters right. in Christ that they don't gather at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. Right. They gather when they can in secret. And when they do, sometimes it's the only time they're going to see each other for a month at a time. Mm, and wow. so they have several hours. Maybe they do it in the night mm-hmm. under the cover of darkness. So Secret Church is happening Friday night, April 21. We're hosting it at Second Church mm-hmm. from 6 p.m. to midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year it went till quarter till one <laughs> and all are welcome to come on out. Right. And, you know, someone came up to me and said, I really, really want to come. I know I can't make it to midnight. Mm-hmm. And I said, you come for as long as you can. Right. Come till nine, come till eight, sure. whatever it sure. takes. You'll be blessed by it. But that's Friday night, April 21. Is there and, a charge for that? Um, there is a charge. Okay. I think it's a $25 okay. registration fee, okay. but reach out to the church. Reach out to me, okay. Greg at secondchurch.com. We can get that figured out. I don't want money to keep someone right. from coming. Right. And so we'll make that happen. If that needs to happen. The second thing is we're hosting a food pack day, the Mm -hmm. IDES food pack on Saturday, April 22nd. I don't know if you know this or not. 160 people are signed up already. And our goal now is to pack 60,000 crisis meals that will go places like Mm -hmm. Turkey as they go through the earthquake relief or places like uh, Ukraine as they deal with Mm -hmm. that terrible war. Mm -hmm. So, hey, let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to have Mariah Hansen and Casey Griffiths from the Women's Care Clinic with us. It's Thursday, April 6th. You're listening to Direct Line, and we'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. PC. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217 217- Two six zero five six four seven. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie and Greg, and we are glad to have in studio with us Mariah Hansen. And we always, I always say, is it Cassie or Casey? Casey, Casey Griffiths. Griffiths. I'm going to get it one of these days. Yeah, I have to ask you that every time I see you. This is what happens as you age, ladies. I mean, you just can't remember things. So, okay. Well, we're glad to have you back with us. It's been a few weeks since we've talked to you, and we want to know what's happening with Women's Care Clinic, what's new, what's going on. Mariah? 
fill us um, in. Really excited. We have our celebration coming up in April, okay. so that's what we're going to talk yeah. about. Three weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. we're excited. Yeah. We're in the planning stages, yeah. but we're really mm-hmm. excited for it. Um, yeah. Ready to go. Um, another new thing at Women's Care Clinic is we're actually hosting our uh, labor and birth classes right now. So that's oh, really exciting. Wow. Um, just taking women and their partners through what birth will be like mm-hmm. and then what to expect in postpartum. Is that something new? Uh, no, but it's new as of it's our spring class. So, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. We do it every quarter. Gotcha. gotcha. And is that something that people sign up for? They just show up? How's that work? The they labor? can sign okay. up or okay. they can just show up. So okay. if you go to our website, you can find out more details. But I think that is outstanding. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of talk about mm-hmm. the abortion clinic right. that's right. coming to town. Right. And um, I guess the sale has went through mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of speculation going on. I guess a question I have is how do you see abortion potentially coming to Vermilion County? How's that impact or change or expand the ministry of the Women's Care Clinic? Either one of you take that, tackle that. I think it impacts us in numbers, right? I okay. think we're going to see more uh, foot traffic in Danville because of this clinic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, naturally, I think right. that would happen, right? right? We're right on that border. We've mm-hmm. all re- already seen a right. growth in right. numbers. So right. I think it grows what we do in importance as okay. well, right? Yeah. Um, because if we're going to have an abortion clinic in Danville, we're going to see a lot more people come to Danville for that. Yeah. So I think women's care clinic has to be on the forefront of um, a positive message and saying there is an alternative, right? right? There are other options. Right. Um, in terms of clients, I think for the general population of Danville as well, I think it starts an important conversation for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. As believers, as people of Danville, we have to um, have those conversations and yeah. talk about it. this is a, an issue that I think we we talk about, but I think it's important to talk about it more, yeah. even more yeah. than it's in our community. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would agree. I think it's. um. Uh, one of those things that's kind of like a, it's a game changer, but it, at mm-hmm. the same time, it doesn't really change what we do. Right. So, right. Um, it's I, I don't know. There's a lot of like feelings and thoughts that come with it, but mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like if we remain, you know, steady in what we do, yeah, um, you yeah. know, then that's what's most important for us. Yeah. You know, I think Casey, you shared something. I think it was you that shared it last time. That was a stunning eye opener for me that I should have known, and that is if women are alone. In an unplanned pregnancy, abortion is a great option for them. Yeah. But if there's anyone that's going to walk alongside with them, whether mm-hmm. it's their you know partner, mm-hmm. husband, boyfriend, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. or a church or an organization, that changes <clears throat> things. And I think yeah. that that's what I love about the Women's Care Clinic is that you guys are saying we want to be that that resource. Mm-hmm. We want to be that you know organization that's going to help no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, statistically, um, the numbers are there, right? You know, 75% of women will choose life if they have someone in their life speaking, you know, life too. Right. So, um, absolutely. I mean, it's huge, you know, and, and I think in life in general, we all need some, we need people, right? Mm -hmm. So, but when someone's going through a crisis, they need people even more. Yeah. Now I was in a, a meeting yesterday and one of the people that was in the meeting just shared just their great, great frustration that our culture is unfolding in a way, maybe not as much in Danville as in other places, but it's almost considered hate speech if you say that you think abortion's wrong, you know, or that you think every life matters, that it, it is such a, ra- and, and I think she was speaking primarily with how teens are being indoctrinated mm-hmm. in many ways. And so Mariah, how do we articulate this message? Like, I'm unashamed to say every life matters. Yeah. How do we do that in a way that 
pierces that culture, that pierces that message, because there really is a a shift, I think, that's unfolding culturally right now when it comes to this issue. I agree. I think what's important is that we're congruent in our messaging, right? If we say that we believe that life is valuable, which right. we do, right. we have to be congruent with that at every stage of our life and every area of our lives. Yeah. Um, and I think we water it down a lot of times. Like we're afraid to say what we believe. We're yeah. afraid to say that we believe this um, because it could offend people. Yeah. And, and that's that's tricky, right? Yeah. So I think if you are congruent in your messaging and you walk that messaging out with love, right? Now love is not always what we think it is, right? right. But with love and grace and right. mercy, right? To say that if someone has chosen that, there is healing and there yeah. is redemption, but yeah. a reality that it is wrong and it is harmful. Yeah. Um, I think that's what we have to do as a culture. Yeah, absolutely. So. You know, what do you feel like is the atmosphere in the community right now? And and my and I kind of am questioning, like, so if this abortion clinic is over on Logan Avenue and you guys are out, you know, the other end of town, how do you even how do you even speak to those women? Mm -hmm. how, how, how does that happen? And is that something that the community does or is that something that you do? Does that make sense? Like you've I got so <laughs> that's kind of a confusing question but i guess how, how do you reach those people if they're considering yeah, yeah. abortion how do you what can we do to help get you're saying there's a clinic? physical disconnect there's a physical miles disconnect. apart right. so, yes yeah. and so how yeah. do you reach those women who maybe are coming from different areas mm -hmm. uh, maybe across the border and how do you reach them and speak to them and then what's the atmosphere in in the culture right now in the community i think in the community from what i'm seeing is a really positive response and people asking the good questions right okay. they're asking how can i get involved okay. what can i do to help right. what can i do if i'm passionate about this mm -hmm. and i want to see families thrive mm -hmm. in vermilion county mm -hmm. i want to see life valued in mm -hmm. vermilion county so that's what i'm seeing of course there's always other things that are being talked about but i think overall there's a positive um people wanting to get involved and mm -hmm. wanting to do something mm -hmm. about it mm -hmm. And in terms of the disconnect, mm -hmm. um, you're right. We're on the other side of town. We moved to the other side of town mm -hmm. three years ago mm -hmm. into our new building. Um, I think it's important that as a community, we share these resources. Yeah. A lot of the resources in Danville are incredible. We have mm -hmm. amazing resources, mm -hmm. but we don't know about them. Right. We don't mm -hmm. talk right. about them. Right. There's a disconnect. Yeah. And so I think yeah. with things like the VC Help and with other organizations that are trying mm -hmm. to connect organizations, um, we have to do that not just the agencies, but the people in the community, mm -hmm. the churches. Mm -hmm. If you're a pastor, if you're a counselor at a church, yeah. mm -hmm. you've got to know what's in mm. the community and point. what's going yeah. on. And when someone comes to you with anything, but in this situation, if they come to you with an unplanned pregnancy, mm -hmm. right. be able to say, okay, these are the these are the people yeah. that you can talk to. Right. Let yeah. me guide you and connect you to these people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. You know, one of yeah. our new board members was sharing yesterday, and you may have left by the time this happened, but um, Daisha Robinson, one mm -hmm. of our sponsors, mm -hmm. said, you know, I always knew, she said she knew about the Women's Care Clinic, and, right. you know, there'd be a yearly appearance and, you know, a yearly mm -hmm. push, but it wasn't until she joined the board and really started understanding all that is happening mm -hmm. and all that yeah. is unfolding. Yes. Yeah. And she said in a lot of ways, she thinks that's still a secret in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. a best kept secret I agree. throughout yeah. the yeah. community. Yeah. So Casey, yeah. let me ask you, how, how do we change that narrative? Because I know there's a lot of people of faith that believe in life mm -hmm. and they may have no idea about the day in day out happenings at the women's care clinic. How do you think we change that reality? Yeah, I, th I, know, I know we're working on it. Um, we actually had somebody come in and tour the building 
Um, and he was like 20 minutes away and he had no idea that we were there and that just happened this last week. Yeah. And I think, you know, people that, um, kind of like know of us, but don't really know what we do when they come in and see what we do. They're, they're very shocked, um, that we have such a rich resource in Danville that a lot of people don't know about. Um, when it comes to getting the word out about what we do, I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's just, it's, it's happening and I think it's happening in such a, a intentional way mm-hmm. that I think it's very interesting just being involved for the last, you know, like eight years with the Women's Care Clinic, how I've seen it progress. Yeah. But I feel like it's 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 coming out in a way where God is so intentional about mm. just trying to make sure that people know about us because he knows that people are going to need us. Right. And I think that's amazing. Um, sometimes I wish everyone knew about us. Yeah. But then sometimes... I don't know. It's kind of nice to be a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you hear a pro life. And I don't want to say that. Like, I I don't want people to know about us, but it is kind of nice that people. The more um, they know, the more a target is out there, honestly. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Definitely. Well, one way that anyone can learn a ton about the Women's Care Clinic is the celebration on Friday night, April 28th at Crossroads. Talk a little bit about the specifics of that night and how someone can secure their spot. So we're really excited. That night is a good night if you've been involved with Women's Care Clinic for years to come and hear mm-hmm. what we do, or if you don't know what we do and we're a best kept secret to right. you, um, to come and learn. We're yeah. going to share stories from clients that we've served. We're sharing stories from volunteers. Yeah. You will get a full picture of what we do that night. Yeah. Doors open at five o'clock. Um, the invitation says 5.30, but we opened it up a little bit yeah. more because we've got some food and yeah. we're really excited. So you can come and enjoy some appetizers. Applewood is doing full And they do a great job. They They're do. amazing. Yes. We love having them yeah. every year. Yeah. And then from 5 to 6, we are going to have a silent auction. Yeah. So there's some really cool oh, yeah. things that we're going to have at our Neat. silent auction Neat. from uh, different community people like the local farmhouse. And I know Jet Jansky's doing a painting. Okay. And so we're really excited wow. for that silent auction. Mm-hmm. And then from six to seven, we're going to have a program. So you right. can come and hear about Women's Care Clinic. You'll hear from me a little bit with um, vision, what mm-hmm. we're hoping to do in the future mm-hmm. and how you can partner with us. And a big thing that we're talking about is, yes, we have our yearly appearance. We have our right. walk every year. But what can you do every day? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. are passionate about this, if you mm-hmm. care about families, if you care about life, yeah. you can be involved every single day. Yeah. What does that look like? Right. Yeah. So that it's not just the once a year mm-hmm. um, event, but every day. Yeah. Now, we've had both of you gals in our church service on a Sunday morning. What if there's someone listening in a local church and they say, I, we'd like our congregation to get more information? How can they get you guys into to their church or maybe a missions meeting or, um, you know, another event at a church? How can they get you guys uh, secured? Casey and I would love to come visit. Um, It's actually one of my favorite parts of this job is being able to see different expressions of faith Uh and be a part of Uh that Uh and also share what Women's Care Clinic does across um, interfaith denominations. It's the best part of my job. They just call? Yeah, they just call. They can talk to me, 217-431-0987, and we'll schedule a time. I'll come in and speak. I can speak for five minutes. I can speak for 30 (laughs) minutes. It's up to you. Um, I love coming to talk to women's groups, and Mm -hmm. Casey has done a couple with me as well. has a really cool perspective. Yeah, I love sharing what we do. It's just, you know, we have that passion for it, and Mm -hmm. 
um, it's important to let people know about what we, like she said, anyone, any church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm impressed how you knew your telephone number like that. Oh, because yeah. I think I asked you the yes. church number one time. Number. <laughs> you couldn't pull it well, off. I don't ever call it. Well, right. I don't right. know what it is. But that's really good. And the other thing I would say, Casey, you mentioned a tour. You guys do a great job when people mm-hmm. want to learn more by saying, yeah. come in, come mm-hmm. check it out. We'd love to walk mm-hmm. you around. Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea till I joined the board, yeah. Yeah. all the different ways that you're helping women and men before babies are born mm-hmm. and after yes. babies yes. are born. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's absolutely. the vital. that's just absolutely mm-hmm. crucial, definitely. Yeah. Hey, last question, and we're going to go to break, and I'm not going to let you leave yet because <laughs> I've got a fun activity that we're going to end direct line <laughs> with today. Stephanie's so excited about this, but how can people pray? What are some specific prayer points that you might have? Because I think right now there there is a nervous energy mm-hmm. in the life community mm-hmm. in Danville and Vermilion County. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep, and I, I think I people want to be active. They want to be involved. And mm-hmm. I think they don't know what to do in a lot right. of ways. So how can right. we pray? I would say to look at what God is doing and pray into that because sometimes we get distracted by the noise Mm. of the enemy. We get distracted Mm -hmm. by his, Mm -hmm. you know, things that he tries to put in front of us to look at God has a plan for birth in Mm -hmm. Danville. God has a plan for life in Danville. Um, There are dreams that people have been praying into Danville for 30 Mm. years that Mm -hmm. I'm seeing come to fruition Mm. now. And so look at what God is doing and pray into that. And so I think the two top things are, um, birth services in Danville, yeah. pray into that, yeah. pray into what God is doing. Yeah. Um, just praying, you know, the Bible, praying yeah. what you feel over Danville, yeah. um, as well as the, the women's care clinic, pray that the women's care clinic mm-hmm. would continue to yeah. do the important work that we're doing mm-hmm. and be sustained with, you know, with everything socially, financially, yeah. economically. All yeah. Of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Casey, any yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, I think too, um, just, remembering that there's also healing and redemption mm-hmm. that can come from, oh, yeah. you know, if the abortion clinic comes to town, um, there are people who are going to need healing and redemption. Absolutely. And I think yes. that um, we can be a place for that too. Mm-hmm. So um, just, um, you know, praying for um, us as we continue our services, but maybe even, you know, um, can speak and walk with people in a different way too. Yeah. Um, if, if that does happen. So, you know, there was a national pro-life figure that came to town about three weeks ago. And I I appreciated getting to meet him. His name's Mark Lee Dixon. Mm -hmm. But one of my favorite things that he said in answering the question of how can I make an impact today? He said, of course, you need to pray. And of course, you need to be unashamedly Mm pro-life. But he said, support your pregnancy center. Mm -hmm. And he said, you guys have a great place in the women's care clinic. And he said, I'm saying right now, if you're not given to them, start giving to them. And I want to just echo his words, the words of an outsider. And you got a great opportunity Friday night, April 28, Crossroads Christian Church, yes. 5 to 7, program from 6 to 7. So, ladies, thanks for being here, but you're not leaving right. yet. Oh, I am okay. so excited to announce oh, that boy. we're going to break. And when we come back, it's oh, the 2023 boy. Direct Line Easter quiz. Oh, You'll listen to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. 
Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. PC. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. <laughs> well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, April 6th, and you know, I, I almost became a teacher. I don't know if you guys know that or not. In fact, when I, I went that. to Bible college, teaching was very much in my yeah. forethought. And every time that we roll towards summer break, I wonder why did I not go into teaching? But um, one of the things I get to do is from time to time, I get to offer quizzes. So we do Christmas quizzes and Thanksgiving quizzes. And right now, this would be a great picture. Stephanie and Mariah and Casey are just furiously <laughs> trying to finish the Easter. <laughs> Quiz. Quiz. Oh my so we're going to dive in and direct line people. You can play along with us. Question number one, Jesus washed his disciples' feet mm. as a sign of the type of servant leadership needed to follow after him, but only one of the four Gospels record this account. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let you guess. Casey, what do you think? Luke. Luke. Mariah, what do you think? I also guessed Luke. Okay. I guessed Luke. You guessed Luke. Garrett? Yeah, I guessed Luke, too. And you're all wrong. The answer is John. (laughs) The Gospel of John. We're off to a great start. He was like, oh, three said that. I'm going to say that. (laughs) Number two. This is the hardest question of all, I think. And that is, who are the four people, after Jesus was arrested, he was questioned by four authority figures? Mm -hmm. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you just to name one of the four authority figures. And um, I'll start with Stephanie. Give me one. Caiaphas. Caiaphas is one who was Caiaphas. High priest. priest. Very good. Mariah? Pilot. Pilot. That's the that's the obvious one. It's getting tougher. (laughs) Casey? No, I just had religious leaders. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Garrett? I was going to say pilot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So here's the four pilot who's mentioned in all four gospels. Herod is only ah, mentioned. And oh, this is not Herod the Great. Herod this is actually, yeah, that's Herod right. Antipas. Then a guy by the name of Annas, who is the oh, yeah. father-in-law of Caiaphas in the gospel of John. And then Caiaphas is mentioned in Matthew so and Mark two, and John. So we get a half a you, point? You give yourself Just whatever credit you want. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Half a point there. So number three, Stephanie, if you were paying attention in church on Sunday, you should get this. I was. And so, who do most scholars believe was the young man mentioned in Mark 14 that was following Jesus when he was arrested and the soldier grabbed him and it said that right. he fled naked? Right. 
Um, any guesses, Mariah? What do you think? Here, here's the I four guess, options. Okay. Timothy, John Mark, Silas, or Titus. What'd you guess? I guess John Mark. John Mark? What Same. do you think? John Mark? I'm not guessing. I know it's you John know Mark. You know it's John Mark? It is John <laughs> yeah, Mark. John Mark. <laughs> and why is John Mark significant? What else did he do? He wrote that. He wrote the Gospel of right. Mark. That's right. So that's why they yeah, believe right. it was him, because he included this detail in his Gospel, which, by the way, wouldn't that be pretty wild to be running away yeah. naked yeah. Yep. Yeah. right pretty before a crucifixion now. took uh-huh. place? Yeah. So that's only in yeah. the Gospel of Mark. Now, Jesus was nailed to the cross at 9 a.m. They referred to that as the third hour. How long was Jesus on the cross before he succumbed to death? Was it three hours? Was it six hours? Was it nine hours? Was it 12 hours? Garrett, I'm going to start with you. What do you think? I'm going to go with nine nine hours okay casey same nine i guess 12 12 i'm going with three it is six hours and and i think it's the gospel of john that says at three in the afternoon jesus breathed his last (laughs) now matthew and mark are interesting they're very similar gospels matthew's longer but anyway that's another story for another time but they both record jesus saying on the cross aloy aloy lama sabachthani it is an aramaic phrase and what does it mean do you have any idea and I'll just throw it out to you if you think you might know. Well, so I, now that he's on the cross, but I'm not sure. But I said, Lord, Lord, why have you forsaken yeah, me? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Very yes. good, Casey. <laughs> check that out. Did you have that? That's what I put. You had that? Yeah, okay. Um, do you know that that's an Old Testament reference, believe it or not? Psalm my God, my God. Psalm 22, isn't it? Psalm 22. <laughs> it's one Psalm of the of Psalms the of David. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And that Jesus was actually quoting a psalm. See, why didn't you ask me a question that I knew? Well. <laughs> it was for Psalm 22. Well, you're doing well, right? You got John Mark, right? that. So there you go. Okay. Hey, this is my favorite account on Easter Sunday morning, other than the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. But number six, Jesus comes across two of his unnamed disciples, and they have a significant conversation, and they're on the road to a certain village. And was that village Bethlehem? Was that village Jericho? Was that village Emmaus? Or was that village Tel Aviv? And this is Luke chapter 24. Mariah, what do you think? I think it's Emmaus. It's the road to Emmaus. Yep. That's right. In fact, my favorite Easter sermon, one of my mentors, Dr. Tom Ewald from Lincoln Christian University, mm-hmm. preaches a sermon. I think he calls it the journey to Emmaus <laughs> and um, one of the best that I've ever heard. So, all right. How are we doing? Everybody six for six? No. Is that right? Okay. Okay. Close. Number seven, which disciple would say that he wouldn't believe Jesus had overcome death unless I see the nail marks in his hands? Was it Peter? Was it John? Was it Andrew? Andrew, was it Thomas? Casey I'm gonna knows. Go, I'm going to go with Doubting Thomas. Doubting, doubting Thomas. Thomas. That's right. <laughs> doubting Thomas. That's right. That's John chapter 20. Okay. Number eight. Steph, you should get this as well. What was the name of the soldier whose ear was cut off by Peter in an attempt to keep Jesus from getting arrested? Was it Pilate? Was it Malchus? Was it Jonas? Was it Jarius? I was awake during that portion All right. of your sermon. And All right. it was Malchus. That was in the sermon on Sunday. Malchus. That's right. <laughs> Malchus, and that's from John chapter 18 that that happens. Now, number nine, Jesus was led to a place called Golgotha to be crucified. What is the title of this place according to the Gospel of John? Was it the place of the skull? Was it the place of the cross? Was it the place of death? Or was it the place of sadness? Garrett, I'll start with you. What do you think, buddy? You have any guesses here? I'm going to just go with death. He said the place of death. Place of the skull. It is the place of the skull. The place of the skull, which, uh, what a horrific place Mm -hmm. to die. And last summer, when we were in 
the holy city, the old city, I should say, of Jerusalem, they took us to the Church of the Holy Sepulchre that they claim is wow. the place where Jesus was crucified. Now, how do they know that? Right. I don't really know. But it was pretty amazing to think that this could be the spot where Jesus was crucified. Okay, number 10, who was charged with burying the body of Jesus? Um, all four Gospels name one individual, but then the Gospel of John gives us a second individual. So you want to take that, Stephanie? Joseph of Arimathea. Joseph of Arimathea. And Nicodemus. And Nicodemus. And the cool thing about Nicodemus is that everybody remembers Nicodemus from John chapter 3. Right. right. He comes to Jesus at night, right. and that's when Jesus says, God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. But John introduces us to Nicodemus two more times. Mm -hmm. In the middle of the gospel, Nicodemus is kind of making the case with the uh, the ruling leaders, hey, let's give this guy a chance, and then uh, helps bury Jesus, according to John chapter 19. Number 11, Old Testament prophet that the masses believe Jesus was calling out to when he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Did they think it was Elijah? Did they think it was Isaiah? Did they think it was Jeremiah? Or did they think it was Jonah? Casey, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to guess Isaiah. Um, Okay, Isaiah, what do you think? I'll go the same. Okay. Stephanie? Elijah. Elijah. Mm. Garrett, any guesses? I'm going to go with Jeremiah. Okay. It's actually Elijah. They said he's calling Elijah. Now, why do you think they speculated that he was calling Elijah of all prophets during his time near death? What do we know about Elijah that would make you think that Jesus might be calling out to him? I think he was mentioned in the Old Testament, right, about being one that would— He never died. Right. Yeah. He was taken up to heaven right. in this chariot of fire. So mm-hmm. I just love how when That's you really cool. start digging deep, you can see why they'd think he was calling out mm-hmm. to Elijah mm-hmm. that, you know, the prophet would come and would get him. You guys are almost Sweet. done. So are you having fun yet? Are you oh, having it's fun yet? so much fun. Okay. All right. <laughs> Number 12, the Gospel of John records <laughs> Jesus saying three different statements on the cross. And we know he said seven things mm-hmm. on the cross. One was, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. Three are in the Gospel of Luke. Three are in the Gospel of John. So, Steph, I'll start with you. What is one of the things he said on the Gospel, uh, uh, according to the Gospel of John on the cross? I, I'm guessing, because I, I don't know about the Gospel yeah. of John. Hey, yeah. I know he said, Father, forgive them, for yeah. they know not what they do. That's actually from the Gospel of Luke. So, I so that is that one, right. that's one of them, though. That's okay. Yeah. Why can't you just give us, can't we just, if we got well, three see, out of the seven. If I would have went into teaching, I'd be much better at this. <laughs> I'm going to count that. That's what I put down, but I know he also has a conversation with the criminal on the cross. Yep, which is, today you'll be with me in paradise. That's also Gospel of Luke. there we go. Gospel of Luke. So we've got two of the three from Luke. That's really good. Casey? I was going with Mariah's. Okay, okay. So here's the... Oh, go ahead. What about the one where you said mother this is my mother that is gospel of john where he looks at john the apostle and his mother mary and he says this is your mother Mm -hmm. this is your son then right before he died right before three o'clock he says i am thirsty which is interesting Mm -hmm. because he had refused drink earlier and then according to john his final words are it It is is finished finished. that's right and so we've got six of the seven Do do you know the seventh statement because we've got, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? We've got, Father, forgive him. We've got, today you'll be with me in paradise. You've got, you know, this is your son. This is your mother. You've got, I am thirsty. You've got, it is finished. There's one more. Gospel of Ouch. Luke. 
<laughs> no, no, he probably said that a lot. Would be my guess. No, it was remember. Father into your hands. Oh, I, I commit my spirit. Oh right. uh, yeah. Luke has that as the final card. Well done, can we ladies just say and Garrett. The, if you got three of the things, that's perfect. Does that count? I think that counts <laughs> okay. absolutely. Give your, Stephanie, give yourself full credit, please. <laughs> okay. okay, all right. Number thirteen. Which two disciples got up and ran to the tomb when they heard the report that the tomb was empty? Was it Peter and John? Was it Peter and Andrew? Was it Peter and Judas? Was it Peter and Paul? Mariah, what do you think? Definitely Peter. Yes, yes. <laughs> Good job. That's right. I, it was Peter and John. Is Peter and John. Yeah. That's according to the Gospel of John. And Stephanie, who got there first? Do you know? The text tells us. And John. Uh, John, because John. he wrote it about himself. He says three different times. I got there first. I got there first. Yeah. That's exactly right. So. I like his competitive spirit. Though. I love it. I love it. So if you ever wonder, John was faster than Peter. So, uh, And then the last question. You know, we don't talk a lot about the ascension. Jesus ascended several weeks later. But actually, the Ascension is mentioned in three different books of the Bible. Mm. And so what do you think one of them might be? Luke? Uh, the, absolutely. The Gospel of Luke is one. Give me a second one. What do you think? Mm. Is it another Gospel? Well, one is another Gospel. One is not. Hmm. I'm going to guess John. Not John. Not Good John. guess. Stephanie? Get Hebrews? Not Hebrews. Garrett, yeah. any guesses? No big deal well, if you don't okay, have it. Matthew or Mark? Yeah. I was going to Mark. Mark is okay. right. There you go, Garrett. There you go. But the, the primary account is actually found in the book of Acts. So in the book of Acts, you know, um, Jesus says, you're going to be my witnesses in Judea and Samaria to the ends of the earth. And then ascending to heaven he goes and then that's really the time i'm kind of giving away my sermon a couple weeks from now but that's really the time that peter and john and the boys decide mm -hmm. are we are we doing this or not mm -hmm. and you'd study the book of acts i mean they are on fire they're not afraid mm -hmm. anymore you know sunday we talked about spiritual failure right and especially peter's spiritual failure right. and you know it really was dump on peter day in a lot Poor of ways peter. in main auditorium but it's going to really be transformation peter in the weeks ahead I do you watch The Chosen? Yeah. Oh, yes. I love Peter. Yes. So I love his wife, so Eden. Yeah. Yeah. She's cute as a yeah. yeah. Sorry yeah. to get off track there. No, but... I, I'm with you 100%, <laughs> definitely. Well, ladies, thanks for playing along. Every yeah, time I do one of these quizzes, <laughs> my wife says it just fulfills me just a little bit, you know, for that long that lost awesome. yearning for education. So, hey, we're almost done. Several good news segments that I want to throw out today. Mm -hmm. Congratulations to Bismarck Henning, Rossville Alvin, yeah. high school graduate, Dylan. Dylan Dodd. Yeah. Dylan Dodd. The Braves, Dodd, um, the Braves right? Is that the right came team? Came up yeah. with okay. the Atlanta Braves and pitched against the St. Louis Cardinals Tuesday right. night. Right. I heard there were over 500 people from our county yeah. in Bush Stadium. That's Someone awesome. was there and told me it sounded like it was a Braves home game, oh. which as a Cub fan, I absolutely <laughs> love that. But so proud of Dylan Dodd. Yeah. I think he pitched five innings, maybe. Is that right, Garrett? Five innings, six innings? That's right. I want to say it was... Six, yeah, five, okay. five, five or six, six yeah. one run, and beat the, the Cardinals. And, you know, the Braves are really good, but I just think it's so cool mm -hmm. that a kid that grew up yeah. in this area yeah. is pitching in the major league. So congratulations to him. And then good news uh, segment part two, congratulations to all the candidates that made yeah. the decision to yeah. run in the election. Yeah. So I've said this yeah. repeatedly. I don't know why anybody today <laughs> runs for office. Just in terms of how you're treated and in terms of all the garbage you got to deal with and the mudslinging 
upbringing. And I'm thankful for each and every candidate. Mm -hmm. Now, we were blessed to be able to visit with both mayoral candidates and Mm -hmm. all the school board candidates. Congratulations to Mayor Ricky Williams. He was reelected. It was really close. I thought Jackie Vinson ran an awesome campaign as well. And so congratulations to Mayor Williams. And congratulations to school board candidates, Thomas Miller, Kim Corley, and Alice Payne on your election. But thank you to Tierra Brown and to Tyson Parks and to Chris Easton for running. Um, just a reminder, in the weeks ahead, next week, Chaplain Chris Easton's going to oh, be good. on Direct Line. Good. And he's going to tell us about a passion that he has for mentoring, the mm. importance of mentoring. Mm-hmm. And then in two weeks, Jim Russell from Vermilion County Mental Health is going to be with us and talk about mm-hmm. some of the great opportunities mm-hmm. in this area. And then the last Thursday in April, Jacqueline Lacey, mm. the state's good. attorney, is going to be with us. And she's going to share some real concerns that she has mm-hmm. about what's unfolding in the state of Illinois. I echo those concerns, mm-hmm. and I look forward to visiting with her. Mm-hmm. Mariah? Casey, thank you for being here. And again, thanks thanks. for being good sports. Yes, 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 yes. I learned a lot. Yeah, Yeah. and and, and, you know, (laughs) just a reminder if you want a clean copy of this for your Easter family dinners, (laughs) let me know. I'd be glad to send them your direction. On behalf of of Stephanie Spangler, our sound guy, Garrett, this is Greg saying thanks for listening to Direct Line, and we'll see you next week.